Hello and welcome again to Pride Reads. I'm Kevin Clare. For our last instalment in this series, I'm going to read from my first novel, Drama Queens with Love Scenes, which is book one of the Actors and Angels series. But I'm going to read chapter one in two separate episodes of Pride Reads because it's a fairly long chapter. So uh, let's get to it. She looked like Jane Mansfield, just without the uh, uh, attributes. Her cherry-coloured wide-brimmed hat complemented her black unbuttoned jacket. A low-cut white dress complemented the look. She seemed overdressed and would have looked better wearing a casual pink t-shirt and torn jeans, like a pin-up girl sparking the imagination of a lusty army boy. Her pleasing smile said she had been waiting to greet us. An angel stood next to her, barefoot in old blue jeans and a ripped, sleeved khaki shirt. While he didn't have the glam factor of the female, his striking dove-grey wings drew focus. They spanned his height and then some, towering above his head by at least an arm's length. He rarely made eye contact with us and stood hunched with his hands lightly clenched below his navel. His demeanour implied a vanilla hint of gayness. Just what did we actually get up to last night? My friend Warwick and I safely considered this scene from the doorway of our tiny room. A moment ago, we said goodbye to my uncle and his girlfriend, and now we were facing two strangers on what looked like the set of a Greek epic. Our confused oohs and ahs echoed off the marble black and white tiles, which stretched so far into the horizon they became grey as they met a set of stairs. Each step alternated in colour, again, black and white. Someone had overdosed on 1980s pop videos when they conceived this design. What do you make of the red velvet curtains? Classic or uninspired? I asked my friend. Alan, they're lush. Just lush. Don't be alarmed, gentlemen, the Jane Mansfield lookalite said with an air of whimsy. As we nodded awkwardly, she shot a concerned glance at the angel and whispered, Don't smile like that. It doesn't match the decor. Discouraged, he rolled his eyes and mislaid his smile. I began biting my thumbnail as my eyes darted between our hosts and the opulent aspects of this room. A sex kitten and an angel, I timidly said to Warwick. Does this mean... Warwick stepped through the doorway and addressed the angel. Those wings, please tell me they aren't real. The angel gracefully flapped them three times before shrugging. I switched my denial to overdrive. In the past week, Warwick and I left our chaotic beach town lives for a little break. My dead-end job was getting me down, and my partner in crime suggested a holiday would be the best remedy. Until this point, he was right. All had been going as planned. We visited my Uncle Bryant and his new love interest in Melbourne before considering a driving trip around Tasmania. Who could have imagined this strange twist in our plotline? Our host seemed to study us like a diplomat, about to shake hands with a head of state. The angel endeavoured to smile again, while the blonde bombshell gave us a moment to gauge our bearings. Then her arms extended in greeting, like Jesus in a biblical painting. My name is Samantha, and this is Guy. We're here to welcome you. I'm Warwick, and this is Alan, my friend said. He gestured back in my direction. I stepped into their lavish space. 
five-metre-high crimson wall screamed at me. Several burnt caramel marble arches signposted entrances to other rooms, each shielded by more red velvet curtains. It was lavish in a colourblind sort of way. All that was missing was a harem. It's nice to meet you, but where exactly are we? I asked. You're in the limelight quarter, announced Guy. I'm sorry, but I really don't understand what's going on. Where did you say we were? I was fearful of the answers. You're in the limelight quarter, replied Samantha. We've been sent to show you to your new home. She stood confidently, owning the floor beneath her. I mouthed the words, our new home, as she read my lips. The more our hosts tried to enlighten us, the more obscure this setting became. Warwick courted my short attention span by subtly pointing above us. I was already feeling nauseous at the combination of colours, but looking straight up, I saw something that made me picture Liberace in his piano bringing life into this room. Projecting rainbow colours throughout the space was a mammoth chandelier, even though there were no rays of sunlight streaming into the room. I could sense the echo of ivories entertaining an audience of women with their best years far behind them. His grand instrument dazzling us with reflected hues. Was this camp heaven or decorator hell? You're in pleasant company. Don't be alarmed, Samantha continued. She beamed in what seemed an attempt to win us over. Her feminine charms began to work. You realise all this is going over our heads, Warwick explained. We've never heard of the limelight quarter and we don't understand why we have new homes. You've arrived in our little sector, a place we like to describe as the theatre district, she replied. So why are we here? I was desperately piecing together the moments before our arrival. Your resumes tell us that you're both comfortable treading the boards, explained Guy. Yes, it was true we both dabbled in acting, but... At that point, we were hardly household names. We welcome new visitors to our theatrical paradise. That's our job, said Samantha. We know about your thespian tendencies, so you've been assigned to stay here. So that means the limelight quarter is just part of this unique location? Warwick asked. Definitely, answered Guy. People from all walks of life inhabit their sectors of interest. We match new visitors to their hobbies. So the limelight quarter is part of what other place? I rubbed my chin, not really wanting my doubts confirmed. This query seemed to stump our angel. Was he biting his bottom lip to avoid the question, or was it an attempt to work out an ambiguous answer? Sweethearts, you are here. That's all that matters, replied our hostess. Her charisma was working overtime. Now, Alan and Warwick, we have to welcome you in the traditional manner. Which is, I asked. A friendly cocktail at our own special bar, she replied. Follow us. The pedestal awaits. I'll do anything that feels familiar, I replied. Lead the way. And that was the first part of Chapter 1 of Drama Queens with Love Scenes. I'll be back with you in the next episode of Pride Reads to complete Chapter 1. See you then. <laughs>